Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell right now. Subscribe so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music. You know we got to drop that new heat for the end of the show is out. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines hailing all the way from New York, New York. I got my man, Mike Nichols, on the phone lines. What's going on, Mike? What's good, man? What's fam? Man, you got it, bro. You got it. Pleasure to have you on. Thank you for jumping on the bandwagon today. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure, man. I had a chance to check out the new single, Rappers Don't Smile. We're going to talk about that single. I'm going to let you introduce it a little later on, of course, in the show. And then at some point, I want to give you some feedback of just what I thought of the song, just as a fan of music and the culture, all right? That's what's up. All right, cool, cool. First and foremost, though, let's start off for all my listeners out there. Find out a little more about Mike Nichols. Um, are you originally from New York, New York? Originally, no. Originally, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. But, uh, yeah, I've been in New York about 16 years now, something like that. Hmm. So enough time that you can say you're a New Yorker now at this point. Yeah, they say after 10 years, you can say it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you say they'll put, what, 16 in? Growing up in Hartford, you're either like you're either kind of like on the New York side of things or the Boston side of things because we're like right in the middle. Right, right. I mean, me and us, we were on New Yorkers at Hartford. Always, you know, <laughs> out there for the Yankees games and things. So, right. So y'all lean, y'all lean to the New York side. Yeah, that's that's it. That's yeah. it. Got to go to the Mexico. There it is, and that's a fact. Yeah, number one market. Why not? Right. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to be in the heart of things. You know, I just always knew I was gonna live there. So. What's up? All right, so talk to us a little bit about uh, life growing up. Uh, you said you originally uh, moved, right? So talk to us a little bit about your hometown area and what that looked like, and then what transitioned you, what made you want to move to New York? Like you said, you knew you would always be there. So talk to us about that transition from hometown to New York, New York. Yeah, I mean, you know, Hartford, Connecticut, you know, it was just, it's a small city, you know, but it's just an interesting city, man, that, you know, if anyone goes there, they might ask you, man, why are these people so hard? You know, it's just, you know, we just got kind of a, 
chip on our shoulder coming from Harvard, you know, it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just kind of grew up that way. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's a lot of love and there's a lot of talent that comes from out of, out of Hartford, man. People don't really realize, but just musically, there's a huge jazz scene coming out of the, the Jackie McLean mm-hmm. jazz scene. There's a lot of great MCs that come from out of Hartford. And uh, Blackistan, shout out to Blackistan, is one of the other greats um, from Hartford area. Um, you know, we're just doing a lot of things. You know, Marcus Canby, a lot of sports people came out of Hartford. Right, right. So, there's a lot of, a lot of, it's, it's an underrated little city, man. But, um, like I said, we grew up like it's like less than a hundred miles from New York. We've been in New York all the time, so I grew up a Yankees fan. So I'd be watching PIX, watching the news after one in the eighties, watching all the murders and everything. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know what about it, but it was like, yeah, I'm gonna live there one day. You know, I just felt drawn to it. Um, but first, I made a pit stop to Miami. I went to college, the University of Miami. Okay. I'm half I'm half Cuban, so being down in Miami was kind of like following my roots down there. I, I got family down there. Word. And, uh, yeah, I stayed there for a little while. I was doing music down there in the scene. We were performing all over the place, opening for Pitbull and people, like, when he was still coming up. Right. Uh, and then uh, I had a group called The Links. When The Links kind of, like, came to a, to an end, it was a mutual agreement. We were still friends. Uh, I just I just decided I was going to move to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So, okay. when I moved to Fort Kingdom, just uh, set up my studio and just started working on my solo craft. Put out, put out a few mixtapes, few albums, and, and things like that. And uh, it's kind of, it kind of happened naturally, man. You know, like I was dating a girl from college that had moved back to Brooklyn, and I just moved in with her. And it was pretty easy, pretty yeah. seamless. That's what's up. Sound like life has already kind of been laid out. Like you said, you already knew where you wanted to be, and it kind of worked itself out that way, right? Yeah, I mean that's kind of my whole life. I feel like the universe, at least. I'm a believer. I think things come together the way it's supposed to. So. No, I agree, brother. I agree. You put it out there, it usually shows up. So. Right. Okay. I'm just following. <laughs> following your own blueprint. Exactly. Okay. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Rappers Don't Smile record. Uh, the new single, the new release. What was the purpose of this record? Um, it's funny, man, because, um, like I mentioned, I went to University of Miami, but I didn't graduate, and um. A few years ago, I decided to go back. They had an online course that I saw, and I and I, I went back and I graduated. Oh, congratulations! Uh, thanks, man. I, I call it Starbucks U because I used to just go down to the Starbucks and I'm in my building. But one of my last classes, it was called um, it was called writing the autobiography with this great my professor. She had put out a bunch of books, and she was really great. And she gave us an assignment. You know, she would give us assignments to like you know, percolate our, our, our imagination, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them, what she wanted, she said, you know, I want you to write about smiling. And I was sitting there and I'm like, I was thinking about it. I was like, and, you know, and I, was, I was pretty honest about what I was like in the, in the group chats and stuff. I was in my mind, I was like, like, man, I was like, rappers don't smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, actually, that's a, that's a good idea. And um, at that time I was, I was starting to collect beats for the new album. And uh, one of the producers I've worked with a bunch of times named Columbion, who's also out of Hartford, he gave me a bunch of beats. And the one that, ironically, that I was really drawn to was called Smile. And then I was thinking about, like, you know, I was like, man, it's just meant to talk about the universe, right? I was like, it's just meant to be. So I just, I just put my pen to it, you know. I just noticed, you know, being an MC, like, you go to a lot of open mics, a lot of shows. And it's just a vibe in the air. Like a lot of a lot of people just walk around like scowling. You know, a lot of MCs just 
you don't see him smile too much. Here or there, you might catch a glimpse, but like, I mean, I was just looking at a, a picture of uh, some Wu-Tang members and stuff, and all of them, they just mean mugging, you know, that's just kind of what you do. And, I mean, part of it's just like hood dynamic, you know, like we all grow up like guarded, you know, so you don't want to show, you don't want, you, you show smiling, people take it as weakness, even though I don't think it's really a weakness. So I think that's kind of part of it. People kind of put up that facade, and I wanted to write about it, you know, in a fun way, man, because for me, I just feel like hip hop. I grew up. I grew up with hip hop, man. I like my generation. Like is hip hop. Like you know, like we just were born at the same time and grew with it. And I feel like part of that is of the original like formation of it was like this like joyful spirit. You know, yeah. We were talking about you know being from the hood and and and, and the oppression that it comes with it and stuff like that. Yeah, that's we did talk about those things. But also, it was just like this like joyful rebellion from it, like. You're not gonna hold us down, though, you know. And, and so there was like this happiness that I feel like over the years kind of got like suppressed a little through people just deciding that you know they didn't want to present themselves that way anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. So sad. Okay. So, yeah, we can smile. We can smile. It's cool. That's right, 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 right. Ain't nothing wrong with smiling. It ain't gonna. It's not gonna make you less than. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's just. No, I can dig fun. it. I can dig it. So now, now that we got that side um, from you talking to the rappers and talking to people with those mean mugs, what would you say are the feelings you're trying to pull out of the listener? What are those emotions or feelings you're looking to pull out of the person receiving this record? I just, I, I just wanted to be a feel good record. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to, like, I'm talking about it, smiling and, and this and that, but I talk about it in a playful way. You know, and, you know, my yeah, I don't really. Be honest, man. When I write, I'm not really thinking about so much like how it's gonna be perceived. I'm just thinking about how I want to present it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, it's definitely a feel good track for sure, man. I I, I think when it's got a hard edge to it, but at the same time, it, it just it feels good. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to uplift always when I do things. Okay, can respect that. Thank you. Talking to my man Mike Nichols right now, New York, New York, on the phone lines. Uh, Rappers Don't Smile, the new single. Um, talk to us about the upcoming album. What, what can people expect from this project holistically? So this this album, I'm, I'm excited about Bars for Days. You know, which Bars for Days, if, if you're in the hip-hop world, if you're a hip-hop fan, and someone says, Yo, you, got, you, got, you can rhyme, you, know, you might just say, I got Bars for Days, you know? So that's kind of the, the whole point of the topic, but, um, I mean, the title, I should say, uh, the, the album is a return for me personally to like my real hip hop beats and rhymes kind of, kind of, uh, craftsmanship because if you do know, if you follow me, you know me, I also have a band called Nickel and Dime Ops, mm -hmm. which is a, it's a live band, sort of like the roots, but it's made up of jazz musicians. So there's a little more musicality to to, to that and um we performed we put out a bunch of albums and we, we performed all over the world and uh i just wanted to i just wanted to get back in touch with who i am as an artist because even while working with that band you know like the way that i present my rhymes i just love i just love lyricism and i love beats and rhymes i, I just grew up with it so this is a return to that and um there's a little bit of everything man there's 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 a lot of boom bap like really like heavy backbeat like traditional hip hop, which my fans know me for, and um, but I also just wanted to kind of like touch on the contemporary vein. So there's there's a few beats 
that that are a little more contemporary sounding, you know, and, and my goal was just to come back super lyrical on it. Because I just wanted to prove that you could come super lyrical over those kinds of beats, you mm-hmm. know? Right. Uh, and uh, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, really dope producers I work with from around the world that I've worked with over the years that I got in touch with for this album. Um, busy, Brandon Busy Holloman, who I used, to, I used to like play with back in the day. He's a guitar player and producer, but he's also in the you know, winning Grammys with uh, with the weekend. He, he he contributed one of the beats, and you got Mr. Cord and and, and Kiza and Colombian, who's just like super underground beat makers, sample specialists, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, I got a lot of great uh, cameos on the album too, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 a good time. It's just just a really super lyrical hip hop project, just rooted in in, in just like. What I what I see as like the backbone of, of what hip hop was supposed to be, you know, that's that was my goal when I'm presenting this. Okay, so it seems like you are definitely a, a not only a fan of the culture, uh, a student of the culture. Um, you're somebody that wants to preserve the culture. Absolutely, absolutely. I just feel like you know, I mean. I, you got to look at hip-hop now. It's, it's, it's been, what, you know, almost 40 years since its conception. And, and there's just different styles of hip-hop. So you can't get mad at, at like, the trap. And, I mean, everyone's going to be doing their own thing, you know. But I feel like people my age specifically and people, like, give or take, older or younger, like, really grew up with hip-hop in the golden age, you know. Like, when Wu-Tang was coming out and when Nas was first coming out and Biggie was first coming out and, you go out to the West and Snoop, but even Snoop in the West Coast, there was just a certain commitment to, to lyrics and flow and a message, you know, mm-hmm. like substance to the rhymes, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of the newer, newer music doesn't really have that commitment, you know, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not here to criticize it, but, you know, it's just, they just it feels like they just kind of put it out. I, I mean, they put it out in a simple way, and I I enjoy the art form of it. I I, I enjoy the complexity of a, of a strong lyricist. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoy that. So that's where I keep myself, my feet on the ground in that regard. Gotcha. Now you've been around for a minute. What, what what talk to our listeners? What makes you a vet in this game right now? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time, and I, I started spitting lyrics, and, like, really, truly, I, my my first, like, rhyme I ever spit was in, like, early 96, you know? <laughs> and I put out, I put out a lot of records, man. I put out a lot of music. I mean, if you, if you go to my site, dude, you know, this, I put out something last year, I just called it The 100, which was my 100 favorite songs that I've been, either I did myself or I've been featured on over the years and that's and that's and when i sat there and I, and I really looked at my catalog i mean there's like 200 almost 300 different songs <laughs> you know that i had to choose from mm-hmm. i'm like I've, I've done it bro you know i've i've i have a song i have songs with people you like you know you know i have i have songs with all types of genres i've, I've performed around the world i've performed in europe i've performed at the blue note i've performed it everywhere man uh, i had a residency my band at this place called Smoke Jazz Club, which is a little club, but it's world renowned. You know, people 
black all around the world to be there. Some of the best musicians in the world play there. And I played there every week for eight years. I mean, that shit alone, part of my friendship, that alone, uh, I feel like is, is some veteran type of thing. Right. And that's just part of it, you know? So, you know, I'm, I've, I've been around the block for sure. And I'm proud of it. Now, talking about this Rappers Don't Smile record again in particular, um, how's your area responding? How, how What's the feedback you're hearing? I mean, I feel like everybody, everybody that's heard it loves it. You know, I get, I get, I'm getting a lot of praise, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been getting a lot of spins. The video itself got a lot of love. Um, yeah, I mean, home team loves it. You know, home team. Always seems to have my back, you know. So mm. putting it out to the masses is, is the is the next chapter. Well, you are on your way to doing that as we speak. Uh, again, appreciate you jumping on the bandwagon so we could chat a little bit. Uh, talking to Mike Nichols right now, uh, New York, New York on the phone lines. Rappers don't smile. The new single. Let me give you some feedback. Like I said, uh, what I thought of the record. Um, I thought it was a, a unique sound and delivery. Uh, I definitely caught the. Uh, the um, the student aspect, like I mentioned earlier, um, of the craft and you wanting to preserve it. So I can appreciate that on this record. Um, nice lyrics and writing. Positive energy, good positive energy on this. Motivational. I took some motivation from the record as well. Um, fun, playful record. You mentioned that a little yourself earlier. Um, and I thought the, the, the subject matter was different. You know, I thought it was dope to, to touch on something different from a different angle and you even being an artist. I thought that was uh, creative, how you kind of stepped outside of yourself to speak to other artists um, and tell them lighten up a little bit. Um, so a lot of good things going on with the record. Good energy, good positive energy, motivational kind of vibe with the record and everything, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. I mean, I think you hit it on the head. <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. Now, as an artist, who who's some of these artists you were listening to and, and kind of aspiring to be, if you will, kind of coming up? Oh, I, when I was first writing a lot, um, definitely, like, the Wu, specifically, Max, um, and, and Redman, and Big Con, and... Um, I like, and a lot of the boot camp, man, a lot of the flow from the boot camp, I, I really like, I really kind of like touched on when I was kind of like, because when you're first starting to write, you're really doing a lot of emulating, um, I feel like most, I would say most people, mm -hmm. you kind of, your, your heroes, you know, and th those were definitely like, that was like the solid bunch that I was really focused on, um, especially with this, with this flow, I mean, I still think facts. it's untouchable. That's facts, R.I.P. Legend, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and then as you know, I, as I grew and, and, and time passed, um, I really, I really like appreciate Outkast, but like specifically Andre Three Thousand, like just his introspection and his flow and wordplay. I really appreciate it. Um, and then I got into like the Rockets and like you know like Most Def and Talib and. Uh, Gerald Marsh, um, and uh, later on, like, I got into Doom late, but I really love Doom. I really just, to me right now, he's he's definitely one of my favorites, you know? Okay. It is always, like, Black Dog and The Roots. I've been listening to The Roots since, like, You Want More came out, you know, like, and uh, to, to see him finally get, like, his flowers for being one of the dopest ever, really, really, I think is, 
the son of a really special because he's he's definitely one of the best true poet, you know. Mm. That kind of yeah, that, that kind of sums it up. Now, from being in this game for a minute, I'm sure you know you you've got some support systems closely around you. Are there some people that deserve some not acknowledgement or shout outs, mentions, if you will, for their support from behind the scenes or assisting on projects? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, one of one of my friends, you know, and I, I don't know if you, you know, but like I wrote a book that goes with this album, speak on some of this. Um, right. But, um, Al Mashara, hundred percent. He was now one of the owners of uh, Westlake Studios out in LA. Uh, he he completely looked out for me on this, especially on this project. He's always been a mentor to me, but like on this project, he's the executive producer and he, he helped me put this whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I got to give a shout out, to, of course, to uh, Rodney Kendrick, who's a great jazz pianist, but also a producer. And uh, when I was looking to get some special guests on this album, I reached out to him, and he he actually really looked out for me. So those two specifically really had my back on this project. Now, set the scene for us a little bit. Take take us into your world of uh, when it comes to creating in uh, in that studio. Like, what what does a recording session look like with you? Um, it kind of depends on what's happening, but um. This, this album in particular, uh, I wanted to write the whole thing first before I went into the lab, which is different because usually I would do like one song at a time or like I have my own studio. So a lot of times, like in the older days, I would just write a verse and go right to the mic. You know, so I'd be so excited. <laughs> um, but I really learned something when I put out the last album with Nickel and Dime Ops. Uh, we put out an album called Resuscitation Music that came out in 2018. Cool. And with that one, I wanted to, I wanted to write this whole album with the band. And through that process, I was really able to take my own time as an artist and develop myself as a whole. You know, with that album, you know, you know, because we went in and we just recorded the album in a couple of days. And I really needed to know know that music, so we rehearsed it and we knew it like the back of our hands before we got there. And uh, we got a different kind of result. So I realized. And I wanted to do that again on my own as a solo artist. So I, I wrote all the bars for days before I ever went to the studio, you know. And I rehearsed it, and I and I just knew it well. I mean, and there's something there's something to that, you know. There's something to like the comfort that you find. And um, but there's also something to it, like when you're in the moment as an MC, like. And I've been in trenches many times in this regard. Like we'll be in a basement somewhere <laughs> that's a studio. And, you got a dope beat maker, and he's making that beat right there on the spot next to you. And there's three or four artists, and you all got your pads and pens out, and you just you just want to come up with that masterpiece right there. And you got maybe like 30 minutes to it's your turn to go to the mic, you know. And there's something to that too, like the freshness of it, like you know, like it's raw on the element, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's two sides to it, I think, and, and circumstance depends on what you're trying to do, you know. No, that's dope. I mean, that that makes sense. You know, given given any given circumstance, you know, uh, like you said, even just writing to a beat on the spot, you know, uh, gives you a whole another energy or, or uh, gives you a whole another record essentially. Um, versus actually taking your time with something. So, and it's not either neither one is bad or good. You know, because you're gonna get something different out of both. Um, so no, yeah. that's 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 dope. Okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, you gotta like get caught in the emotion. I think more when you're kind of doing it like right there. You know, it's like it feels more like a freestyle, and the emotion I think is kind of gets captured in that moment. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. but you know when you're really trying to take your time and and really create a masterpiece, I think it does it does help to like take your time and really know that music and know those lyrics. You know. Right. <clears throat> now. If you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, who is Mike Nichols? Why should they listen to the music? Why should they follow the movement? I mean, you know, like you, like you mentioned, man, this is something, and this is something I've always been, is like someone that's true to this art form. And and what I mean by that is someone who's true to putting substance into their lyrics. You know, I think there's a lot of people especially after COVID and everything, I think a lot of people have done a lot of reflection. And I noticed it. I noticed, like, the, the trend in the way that on social media and the, the fans of this hip-hop, they're hungry for that true kind of, like, golden era style of hip-hop. There's a lot of people that are hungry for it. They want substance. They want flow. They want a message. They want wordplay, you know? And if you know me, that that's just what I've always represented, you know? This is, you know, my lyrics... You know, I'm not, I'm not here to, like, slow my boat or nothing, but, like, there's a depth to my lyrics. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and there's a lot of people hungry for that. So, as an artist, you know, that's what I, re- I represent. And, that's, and as, a, as fans, if that's what you're looking for, you, you come to Mike Nichols and you're going to get it, you know? And, you know, like I mentioned, there's, there's a whole another side of this album, too. I wrote, I wrote a book. I wrote a book about my life. I've just had a... Crazy life. I've met a lot of crazy people by chance and done a lot of crazy things. So this is a really special project. Uh, I think in general, and for me specifically, obviously, but you're going to listen to these lyrics, and if you get the book and you get to know me, you're going to get to know this artist, and you're going to see the process of how I came to this album. You know, I, it's, it's an interactive experience mm. that I think is very unique. And, uh, you know, I, I really hope you all get a chance to check it out. What's the name of the book for all the listeners? It's the same as Bars for Days. Bars, Bars for, for Days. days. The That's the brand. I mean, Bars for Days. Same title, same cover. They come out the same day. So what, what it is, I mean, if you want to just listen to the music, you know, by all means, you can go on Spotify or Apple. It's going to be on all streaming platforms. Uh, or you can you can take the book home. You can you can either order it in print through Amazon or you could uh, get Kindle copy if you want. And on that second page, there's a QR code that's going to take you to check out that music, too. So you get to, you get to experience who I am while you experience the music. There it is. There it is. My man Mike Nichols on the phone lines right now. Rappers Don't Smile, the new single, uh, representing out of New York, New York at the moment. Uh, before I let you introduce the new single, man, go ahead and uh, give the people your social media so they can tap in with you and make sure they follow. Yeah, you can follow me on all my platforms are really just Mike Nichols, which is M-I-C, and then N-I-C-K-E-L-S, Mike Nichols, and that's at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, they all there. Really, I'm on Instagram the most, so follow me on Instagram if you really want to keep up with me, though. There it is. Y'all make sure y'all tap in with Mr. Mike Nichols. Right now, you're going to go ahead and put your ears to this new music, though. Go ahead, brother, and introduce that new song for the people. Yo, what's up, man? I want y'all to just bob your heads, turn this up, send your headphones, you in your car, just bob your heads to this right now. This is Rappers Don't Smile by Mike Nichols, produced by Columbia. 
It is, man. You're hearing it for the first time right now on the Bandwagon Radio. Do me a favor. Turn it up. Let's go. Rappers don't smile. They mean mug and act vile. All the while, they the ones probably looking for acceptance. All the perception, your morons are more like weapons. Hit them like Tekken with the bare-handed combos. Start a revolution from Havana back to Congo. Sustainable condos in all different places. No sense of hiding crooked teeth if it's a lot of braces. How we make faces look funny and contorted. Let the brown people stay. Orange top, get deported. Nothing I snorted, this is natural ambition Stick and move, then I'm ghost, I'm like Ali's apparition No need for the rabbit's foot, don't believe in superstition Put your tits in the training bra, little girl rappers Scared to show joy to your peers and display laughter Teeth start to chatter with a soul that's so cold Musty personality, and a body that grows mold Got the fool's gold standard, locker room cancer Pretty sure you know the answer, but you're out here Living in denial, had you pegged from that photo in your IG profile Wow, I told you, rappers don't smile Rappers don't smile Rappers don't smile They just like to give the ice grill I don't know, maybe they mad can pay they celly or they light bill Want some advice? Chill, you might live a little longer Perhaps that bond with your little man or daughter will be stronger Not a track about songbirds of a world that's wonderful Or a steamy expose about what hip-hop is coming to in the street I could run with you if you bring back peace I don't care if you gummy with only three back teeth Say cheese for the camera, raise degrees That's not Canada, put the sweep on these amateurs Get the keys from the janitor Now Carlos Santana, bruh Living like a movie star, some less touch for a minute and forgot about who we are Started this party music, a joyful rebellion Now most emulate hellions with personality disorders Tight quarters, not much space to be working And I'm the man behind the curtain, steady smirking, man Rappers don't smile Rappers don't smile Rappers don't smile most just look silly with the grimace Not Mickey D's, it's your image, yo Please allow me to finish Not trying to diminish street cred that you've been working for Turn cannibals into tree-hugging herbivores Could be urban law Change comes when it's imminent Thought you were rid of me But I return like the revenant Whole true self-evident Liberty and happiness A grin ear to ear Might just be seeing just a half of it Not saying service accurate Just what I've been witnessing Some flexing and imposing Like they gurus from a fitness gym Thugs with the thicker skin Can't win against puppy scent Crack a smile like royalties coming in from your publishing and trying to rub this in it doesn't make a difference what you're doing with your life we're not fam it's not deliverance bears no significance maybe it's just your style man i swear though i told you rappers don't smile rappers don't smile <laughs> it's cool it's cool it's cool man we could be friends. You don't gotta walk around with that sour push in your face your whole life, though. Oh, it's marvelous. How it How he came to me, I don't know. I, I just say to a thing, do this and do that, or be this and be that, and it seems to happen. Maybe it's willpower. I didn't know I had it till last night. <laughs> 